right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 568 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and um, I am in the process of doing this show prior to the NFL draft. Because what I want to do is, I want to give you guys an episode, but I'm going to try to go live. I'm pretty sure I am. I'm kind of shaky by my internet. But I think I'm going to be able to go live and do like the first 10 or 12 picks of the draft so we can talk about what the Falcons are doing or what they won't do. But I want, like I said, I want to give you guys an episode because this is something that uh, I am very passionate about, this podcast, and I want to make sure you guys get as much content as possible. Um, I will say this just to begin. Transfer Portal is an absolute nightmare. It is becoming out of hand. And I was going to talk about this um, you know, later down the road once everything's settled and the end of the week is over, but now I've been... I've been getting bombarded and I, you know, I'm not going to put anybody out there or anything like that, but I've been getting bombarded by, you know, uh, players, you know, um, some parents of players, uh, you know, just other people who listen to the show about this whole situation with the transfer portal. And it's, it's, it's really bad. I want to give you my thoughts and opinions on that. And, uh, like I said, I know this is going to be a little change up from, especially if you actually watch me on live and watch the draft or whatever. And I want to give you guys this content because this is something really serious for me. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and rumble. I'm also on anchor stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google podcasts. Uh, I'm not even prepared. You know, I want to let you guys know that. Um, let me, let me put these up on the screen. So you would know, uh, there we go. Uh, there we go. So we got them there and we're good to go. So, it, it, this is just something that really had to um, get off my chest. So if you're watching or if you're listening on the podcast, Avenue, I had to put my banners up on the screen. Um, nevertheless, let, let's get this. Go get right into this. I've been hearing a lot of rumblings about certain players. It's not just Georgia Southern. It's believe, believe it or not, it's not just Georgia Southern because I, I do have other people who will listen to the show from other schools and other players that was going to go to Georgia Southern. They end up going to other schools or whatever the case may be. And they're having issues with the transfer portal. They're having issues with the coaches. They're having issues with the whole situation with them, uh, you know, just trying to find a home. And this is not just this year. This has been going on ever since the transfer portal opened. And um, some kids that I thought that could be really special at the programs that they were in end up moving on somewhere else. And some cases, some of these kids can't even find a home to play football. I mean, talented kids. And this is it's becoming a really big problem because, and I'm not trying to rag on the coaches because they're, 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 they're basically doing a job. And, 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 and you really can't, I don't, I don't want to say this the wrong way because it may come off wrong. You can't fault them for doing a job and it's not their fault. It's not necessarily the kid's fault. Now you do have some issues with some kids that, you know, that just don't pan out at the school. You do have some issues with coaches that don't know what they're doing, but the system itself is a problem. It needs to be regulated. It needs to be regulated immediately. We just now got, I think another 3000 or like 2,700 kids go into the transfer portal. The since December, I think it's up to 6,000 kids in the transfer portal. And it's rising because after these spring games, these kids end up going into the transfer portal because things didn't pan out the way they do. Things was what was quote unquote, well, I could say quote unquote, some things that was 
blatantly promised to them doesn't pay doesn't it's not fulfilled um there's a couple of kids for georgia southern that like i said i don't want to name i mean if you if you really go research you can go find out yourself you can see who it is um kids that had extremely promising futures at the school extreme pro i mean they, they, were, they were gonna be really good i think i said that right who knows i, I don't care very good talent very good players high character no issues off the field doing doing nothing but everything right and they're no longer with the program it sucks because i want and I, you know i'll get more into this before this show is over i want our kids to develop into something and i'm not saying this is not a knock on coach clay helton or anything because they're doing a pretty good job of, of, of getting kids together and play some decent football. I'll give them that. But you also have to understand, I, I came from an era where blue-collar football was blue-collar football. You came to the organization, I mean, you came to the program, and you built your way up from a freshman to a senior. Or a junior, you finally got the playing time, and you built yourself up. I watched a lot of kids do that wearing the blue and white. I watched a lot of kids do that in other universities. And we're getting away from that where you're not going to see your favorite player grow from a freshman to a senior and have a illustrious, a illustrious career as a, a player in that program. College football is a family oriented program college football is that i don't care what anybody it, they, I'm, i don't care if you're in power five or you in juco or you in d3 it, it when you take that commitment and you go in and you play football for it it's supposed to be a a family style collective organization that develop kids into professionals develop players into professionals and now with this transfer portal, like I said, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's not necessarily the portal. It's just it's, it's all type of things in, in one where these kids aren't even able to develop because of they get to the program and they get there and they, and they don't get the play or they don't even get a chance to play. They don't even get a chance to develop. After one year, another person comes in, which – like I said, I just did a video on these transfers coming in. You you have these kids come in and they're getting booted out. Now, I've just been on here for the past seven minutes. And I know I just did a whole video, a whole episode on the flip side of this, where these guys are coming in and making an impact. Now, that now this is what I understand. That, that's the business side of it that sounds exciting. But this is the side that just feels, the you know, totally different. From that, it, it is totally different. It's the whole flip side of it. I believe a lot of these kids who come to these schools, a lot of these kids who come to these schools should be able to at least sit a year or I ain't gonna say sit a year, but if they didn't get any playing time, you're a freshman or you're a redshirt freshman or anything like that, if, if you didn't get, get to see the field at all, they should be exempt from being cut. The, the, like these coaches, and like I said, it's not a knock on Clay Helton because this is a problem in general. A lot of these these coaches need to develop these kids. That should be a part of the commitment 
of bringing guys in, especially if you were the one that recruited them. You know, this is becoming a business that some of these kids aren't prepared for. Some of these kids aren't able to take and understand. I mean, I've got, like I said, I've got messages from so many people about how devastated their child was or messages from them, how devastated they were because they were going to get a chance and they, they felt like they never had a chance to develop, to be a college football player. It, it's, it's really bad. It's, it's, it's pretty sad. You know, I don't want to keep going too much further than this because like I said, I, I, I felt like an old y'all episode, even though I'm going to be live talking about the NFL draft. Um, I'm going to get that set up in a, in a few and, um, you know, we're going to be live, but after that, after the live, hopefully you guys check this out. Hopefully you guys made it this far, but it, it's becoming a real nightmare. It's it's becoming really bad for a lot of, of players. Like they may, may never see the football field on the college level again. I know of at least two quarterbacks that, that we may not even see them, you know, make anything of themselves on the field. And I, and, and, and the thing about it, I don't want to put these kids names out there because it's, it's, it's really unfortunate and I don't want any heat to come their way or anything like that. But I mean, promising quarterbacks that had a chance to develop one had a chance to develop one didn't even get a shot. You know, other players that I know that bust their behind to try to be a, a part of the program and we did not make it. Now, it, it, and I know before I get out of here, I'm going to say this. I know sometimes things just don't go right. The coach decide to pick somebody over somebody else. But this is go back to what I'm saying. If you recruited these kids, if you recruited these kids, you should, they should be, at least, at the very least, if you recruited them, they should get a chance to actually see some time on the field before they're just, you know, booted out. I get it if you come into a situation they're not the kids you recruited, but if you brought them in and, you know, and then all of a sudden they just moved out and they they should be exempt from being cut. That's just what I'm saying. I mean, unless if there's some extreme circumstances, these kids should get a chance to play because now we're looking at a situation where a lot of these kids, if they go to the transfer portal, they may never get to see a football field again. Now, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm not talking about just group of five, power five, we're we're talking about a situation where they might not even see D2, D3, JUCO. They may not see none of that. It's just too many kids in the transfer portal, and it's getting really bad. It's getting real bad. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I appreciate you guys for coming through and watching this uh, episode. I really do. Oh, listening to this episode. This episode will be up later after I um go alive um for the draft. If you want to check out the draft or you want to see the replay of the draft, it will be on the YouTube channel. And um, it, it's 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 just really disheartening when I really think about it. Let me know what you guys think. It is becoming a problem. It really is. And hopefully, you know, um, things will work out another way. So uh, I don't know. Something needs to be some. There needs to be some type of regulation. I'm going to get out of here. I will see you guys on Friday. We'll do a recap of what happened in the draft. Uh, any other news that come about, we'll talk about that as well. Um, 
And and, and that's pretty much it. All right, y'all. I'm going to get out of here. Y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Peace.